last time on 10. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be able to open up to you and, and yeah. hold a meaningful conversation with you about that. I'm you, so bad at small talk. Yeah. I hate small talk. I know talk. it I hurts it. me professionally. I know it hurts me, but I'm so fucking bad at small talk. And then it doesn't help the fact that I don't even fucking try. Like I have no <laughs> interest in even getting better at it, even though I know it holds me back. <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, I, I used to work in a call center and, you know, when you get that recording that all calls are being monitored for quality assurance, mm-hmm. they really are. And I have had to go back and listen to my calls uh, for coaching. And yeah. most of the time when they listen to those calls, there's like a lot of dead air. And they're like, why aren't you saying anything to the customer? I'm like, I don't have anything to fucking say to them. They're like, well, you know, you won't let me read the paper. You won't let me get on the internet to, you know, find something engaging to talk about. I'm like, we well, can talk to him about the weather. I'm like, I'm not talking about that bullshit. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone, for another, another episode of 10, presented by Melling Media and hosted by yours truly, Tina. This podcast is about everything around you. In line with that, this week we've decided to invite a very special guest to return to discuss healthy friendships this time. Hopefully we've all had them. Special guest, please reintroduce yourself. Hi everyone, I am Desiree from FinCells and Divestment and Men and Makeup, and I am happy to talk about healthy friendships. It is quite a passion of mine, I guess I can say. Awesome. Okay, so let's get into it. What does friendship mean to you? Um, well, friendship is, it's an integral part of me and who I am. Anyone who knows me knows that about me. I know that you know that about me. Mm -hmm. Um, I pretty much prioritize my friendships over everything, but my family and, and my bag, but I don't want (laughs) to, I don't want it to sound like, you know, I I'll screw a friend over for money, (laughs) but like it's, it's that important to me. Um, and as you know, I also prioritize them over romantic relationships, but on the other hand, I prioritize everything over them. (laughs) Um, but I, I, I look at friendship is the family you make. That's not your blood. Um, you know, a lot of people put a lot of stock into family and blood. I don't, you can't help who you're related to. So I don't see why you should also have to accept all kinds of abuse and things from them mm-hmm. over something you can't help. Um, but I really, I look at friendships as the the family I make that's not your blood. I mean, it's a bond between two people. It's a connection. And when it's done right, it's someone who has your best interests at heart, someone you trust. Um, in my case, I say this a lot, and this is a saying I have about my friends is, mm-hmm. Uh, someone who see me through my worst and helped me to become my best. Um, it's it's my tribe. I believe it's integral to having a healthy life. I like it. And I agree with every single word of that. Um, that was perfectly stated, actually. Um, <laughs> especially when I look at the definition that um, Oxford has online, it legit says emotions or conduct of friends the state of being friends. So yeah, your definition, it actually exceeded expectation by far. (laughs) This shit is Vegas shit. What is the state of being friends? Like, okay. (laughs) Can you define the root word, please? (laughs) But yeah, I I, I agree with that. A little bit off of, uh, off track of what I sent to you. Have you found it difficult or easier 
um, make friends as an adult? I find it easier, but mm-hmm. I do think one, I, I think because there is a question in here. I know that kind of sounds like this just about like friendships in your childhood or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I mean, as a child, I didn't really understand the importance of friendships. And then, um, I mean, you know, we moved around a lot. My dad was military. My, my closest people were my family. So as an adult though, friendships are much like relationships. When you're first starting out, you kind of don't know what you're looking for, but you know, I'm 36 now I can spot those red flags from a mile away. Mm -hmm. So I find it a lot easier for, I mean, within a day or so to be able to tell if this is a, a person I can be friends with or a person I can't. So I actually find it quite easy now. Okay. I'm trying, I asked that just because I've recently, um, taken on the, I guess, quest to make, uh, make some gen x women friends because it Mm -hmm. seems like i think i think well over 90 percent of my girlfriends are millennials and so same i want to try to make (laughs) some gen x friends i mean i am gen x for fuck's sake so i've been trying to um to do that so i've been trying to like follow them on instagram and kind of like be more open uh like when I go out and shit like yeah it's been I'm about to ask you something really really stupid it so Gen X is older than millennials or younger older older okay okay you know I'm older than you girl I was look I thought Gen X was younger than us okay no that's (laughs) that's what oh yeah that's Z yeah <laughs> see we we're the ones with our own name so i just get generation this and generation this mixed up. <laughs> so i got you okay i yeah. i i think there might be something into that though but i want i want to let you finish that real quick before i express my thoughts okay so i was just saying that i want i want to try to um make friends of my own generation because we share the same generation and just because i want to have a bigger a a more balanced i guess age range among my friends like i want to know older women without going into boomers because uh you know so so i want (laughs) to make more um gen x friends like maybe up to like maybe 55 something like that and so i've been trying to do that you know like you try to be more open you know to talking to women because they're really standoffish um at least from what i can tell be more open to you know just like lightweight general chat with them and shit like that like maybe we can become buds who knows you know so (laughs) I've been trying that so that's why I asked you like how 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 do you feel I think that millennial women are easy to befriend I I just told um Gen X friend that like a week ago it's easy to make friends with millennial women but I'm having a harder time with Gen X women and she said that she thinks that she's a, a Gen X woman well she's not like 50 something though she's in her 40s but she says that she thinks that it's because like, you know, when these at that age, you know, a woman has been through a lot, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so a bit guarded. So maybe that's sure. That might be why. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one, my, my closest friend in Texas is actually 50. So she just turned 50 on the sixth. Um, but she's well, I'm trying to think. She's the only one that's in that age that's in that range. I, I do wonder if it's because 
much like a generation thing, not even necessarily that they've been through a lot, which they probably have. Don't give I know she done been through some shit. Mm-hmm. But I do think that you and I and our generation were raised, we're still, we're starting to be the ones raised on not prioritizing romantic relationships as much. Yes. Like we definitely were. Don't give me, you know, we, we got raised on all the shit you're supposed to do to keep a man. Yes. But but I think that our generation is also the ones who started like putting our foot down and saying, wait a minute, like there's more to life than just having a guy. So I do wonder with them if it's generational and then that it's kind of been that part about stomped in is one, you're always supposed to have a man Two, other women are catty because, you know, that's how it's always been with women mm-hmm. and women are catty. Women can't be friends. They're gossipy and all that stuff. So I do wonder if that age range is just Uh, of their time which is things like friendships and having close women friends I don't necessarily know that they prioritize it because I do think that kind of stuff was with us starting to put our foot down and I think we're also teaching the younger generations like hey you know because you know that's what we do to women younger than us now we're like girl live your life Mm -hmm. go go to school get your career build your friendships go travel like these men will be here and even if they're not you built yourself a fulfilling life without it whereas I don't think that they put their foot down nor do I think that obviously they didn't have the generation above them telling them to avoid that shit so it could be honestly and it's probably a good mix of both like hey they went through some stuff and they're like fuck this shit I don't want to talk to nobody but I do also think it could be a generational thing and a conditioning thing I think you're right too because I told you about a couple of (laughs) my uh, journeys out here trying to make friends with these girls. I told you about two not so, um, not so fun situations. Yes. What I think they were stemming from. And it was just basically the fact that they're not physically aging well. And they're like seven, eight years older than me, but I'm still like hanging out with, you know, the same guys that they're hanging out with. And it's not even in a romantic way, at least not for me. They claim it's not for them either. You know, I don't know. They were just acting really funny in like a, and I say in not a romantic way, I even bring up romance because one of the girls kept like stepping in front of me. And then she started like heavy flirting with the guy that I came down there with, which is like a completely platonic friendship. Right. Yeah. And (laughs) she's known him since, you know, they were in school, you know, you know, not even college, like high school or something, maybe before that. So I'm like, if you wanted this dude or if y'all wanted each other, y'all would have been together by now. This is for me, you know, <laughs> especially given that she kept stepping in front of me. So like, I, I get it. And I, I totally agree that like, it can be an issue of, of cattiness a lot of times too. Yes. Especially when they're dealing with someone who's younger than them. Because I hear girls in their um, 20s talking about this shit with my generation of women all the fucking time. And a lot of the time, these women don't know how old I am, so they'll treat me like them a lot of the time. Yep. You know, their their perception, you know, of what my age is, they'll get jealous at, of that and start, you know, treating me like shit the way that they treat really young girls. And then when they realize I'm their age and they're mad at that because I don't yep. look like, you know what I mean? Just bullshit. Girl, I, I've been dealing with this at the new job myself. So absolutely. They <laughs> they all, my job, everyone thought I was 23 or 25. You, you do I, look young. <laughs> and I was like, nah, I'm 36. So all that bullshit y'all are talking <laughs> 
like you're I'm I'm actually the same age as you. Exactly. So, <laughs> surprise. Yes, yeah, surprise. <laughs> so yeah, I do I do think there is a as we know, there's a generation of women that are brought up to think women are catty. And so they're automatically ready to respond in kind. Yeah, and they're automatically hostile. Like yeah. And and you don't even be thinking about that shit. And of course it always it's all it doesn't you uh, you actually said something that I have in some of my notes here about another subject with friendships that and you triggered me thinking about a friendship I ended over that exact behavior was a girl I want to say a girl she was fucking older than me she's a year older than me and pretty much lying to me about a dude that oh, I had no interest wow. in he's pretty as fuck but <laughs> like lied to me about him just because she had interest in him and I'm just like dog it's not even like that at least it, it he he did have interest in me which I found out later but beyond that I was just like it do, it's not even like that like we're over here talking about the NBA draft you're over here you know and they immediately just get catty and it's always like it's always like a competition for male attention and I yes. do think I do think they project their own insecurities and their personalities onto us Yes, because it is a competition for them, and they, they don't automatically have... think we're going to be catty with them. And yeah. I'm like, girl, if you only knew, because... I'm your friend here, even exactly. though you haven't met me yet. And it's because they automatically get catty with women. Yeah, it's projection of their own behaviors. Yeah, yeah, I hate yeah. that. Like, I wish women would stop doing that shit and just stop assuming that everybody is going to do that because that is the furthest thing from my mind when I start talking to you. And actually that, that particular, particular thing has happened to me twice within the past three months here. And they were both with Gen X women. And I was just like, really? Like, here I am thinking that you're, I told one of them too. I was like, here I am thinking that you're being friendly and you're trying to start a fight the whole time. You know, I was like, yep. what the fuck? You know, like, here I am looking stupid while you trying to be funny and shit. And now I got a damn near like break your fucking nose. You know what I mean? Like I was trying to be your friend. Like it, could, it didn't have to go this way. Yeah. Like it don't have to be like that, you know, but I think oftentimes too, women who are older than you get this um thing in their head where they feel like they can like fucking sun you and shit. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. I'm not your child, you know, just because you're a bit older than me and fuck, you're not even like my mom's age. What the hell? I even get this from women that are like three and four years older than me. Yep. But you're not, I'm not your child and I'm not going to tolerate you talking to me like I'm your child or treating me like I'm your child. You're not going to be ordering me around. That's what happened with that girl. It's like, oh, so you was just like trying to be like funny, 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 you know, when you were talking to me with sense for a second and try to like rope me into the conversation and try to be funny in front of your friend or whatever, who I guess knew what was up. And then once I engaged in the conversation off with my head, bitch, you got me fucked up. You better ask them how I yank bitches out these stools. I be trying to be y'all's friend and y'all keep trying to fucking violate me and disrespect me. <laughs> it's, and it's, it's truly because they don't, they don't think like that. They don't pull, they don't want to be women's friends. It's really, it truly is projection of their own behavior and personalities. That's why they automatically jump into, oh, she wants to be in a competition with me. Because when you see her, you want to be in a competition with her. Right. And, and if you are thinking that you already done lost the competition, you're just too fucking stupid to realize that. And that right? competition thing, that's exactly why I stopped 
um, accepting like strangers that are in my city. Yeah. As um, on my Instagram, I, I made my Instagram private a few months ago and I don't allow people that I can tell live in my city women to even fucking befriend me on Instagram because I don't I don't trust it. I feel like you probably saw me comment on some dude's page or something. You know what I mean? Somebody that I know yeah. here and then you want to see who the fuck I am. You know what I mean? Because you can't yep. see my, my profile picture is not a picture of me, you know, uh, but you can tell I'm a woman from the profile picture and from my name. And so you're like, oh, who is this bitch? No. Nope. So you can go over to my page and do some old toxic unhealthy ass shit trying to compare me, compare yourself to me in all all my fucking pictures and all this goofy ass shit running yourself fucking crazy all the while make i'm making a fucking enemy that i don't even know about you don't even it, know I, don't exist. It. I don't even let them come on my page yeah it it it, it really is well you know because you and i have have started to really started a couple years ago to really see that behavior with people from requesting us too mm-hmm. um and we both were just like you know what it's not what we're here for <laughs> yeah but yeah it's it I don't know it's I really don't know I do think it's a generation thing but I also like wish that I do wish that they would look at us the way that we kind of look at the generation younger than us because most of us are be out here trying to you know we're not trying to see these girls deal with shit that we dealt with or that oh. people the women before us dealt with we're telling them like do this do that like girl live your life and like, when they're all doing of that good, we're cheering them on we're not yeah, getting we're mad at them on. or when they're looking beautiful we're not getting mad at them yeah Fuck. and I mean I don't on. know if exactly I don't know if like I have a bias towards it or not but I mean you're not in this situation I'm I'm about to say but like my younger sisters are are 20 and 22 when I see women their age that's what I see is my sisters why the hell would I want them like I want them to to live their life I want them to be happy I want them to to not have to be able to you know live 35 years on the fucking planet before they can spot red flags and shit like that yeah like I want y'all to have more time on this earth being happy than time spending how to figure out how you got there how to get there because it took a good chunk of my 20s to figure shit out if I can help somebody else figure that shit out in their 20s and not have to you know like I said spend 35 years on the fucking planet before they got there damn right I'm gonna say something but it feels like we want to see them win and that they don't want to see the ones older than us don't have that for us no they want to see I really feel like a lot of them want to see us suffer like they um yes they um kind of like well not kind of but they very much um align with boomers in that regard naturalistas keep your hair and scalp hydrated and your twist outs and curls popping with seca naturals handmade natural hair care products seca naturals target damaged and dry hair with our intense hydration collection that keeps your scalp moisturized and hydrated with peppermint infusions and all natural oils and butters our products are available at www.sacanaturals.com. But wait, fellas, we didn't forget about you. Shop our Chaz Tees premium beard grooming products that promote healthy, flourishing beards. Also available at sacanaturals.com. And my friend, my best friend here in Texas, the one who's 50, um, I don't know if it's because she doesn't look 50, but she doesn't even like really have friends in that age range. And she'll be the first one to tell me like, you know, this is your life and and I want you to be happy and like actually mean it. And it's not about any kind of cattiness or anything with her, but she also ain't like a desperate for dick kind of person either. Wow. But like even her, she, she doesn't like have, me. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you, you know how when women are desperate for dick, they, they act a certain way. We know yeah. that we can spot these, these women from fucking miles away now. 
she she is not one of them like she's been she's been with the same guy for like nine years now and she's like i don't want that man in my house i want him moving in my house <laughs> she's, like, she's like she got her own space she be sending me her diy projects she does on the weekend we be doing brunch like she loves her <laughs> man and they spend time but she's like i need my own space she's not she don't be tripping if he's out she don't you know what i mean she's not gonna see her and tell me like oh my man said this and my man said that. So I do wonder, I'm assuming that's why her and I get along so well is because she is to me like how we are to women younger than us. She's not about seeing me suffer. Yeah, I fuck with that. Same, I, need, I love her. I need more women like that around me. Like I have this great group of women that I'm in a wine group with, wine club. Oh God, um, that sounds amazing. Yeah, there, um, there's only one millennial. She's like a few months younger than me or a month or something like that. And then there's, I think like maybe three or four Gen Xers and then, wait, no, three or four boomers. I'm sorry, three or four boomers. And then the rest of them are Gen X. Love this group of women, but I haven't seen them since uh, COVID restrictions back in uh, March, 2020. So that sucks. We used that to get really together. Sucks. Yeah, we used to get together every month for um, wine club. We um, like fourteen of us got together and went to the Bahamas a couple years ago, like oh a few years ago. Um, yeah, I I love them. Like if I could get more women like them, and then like more single ones because a lot of them are married and you know they can't really like live the kind of a lifestyle that I live <laughs> to where we, to where we <laughs> can be like super. To where we can be like super close, you know. Yeah. But like, if I can make some more friends like them, but that are single, that would be dope. That would be actually perfect. Yeah, I like to have a good mix. Like, I have friends who are married, but I have a good amount of friends that are single. I will say most of my friends, yeah, we they are they are my age. They are millennials. But mm-hmm. you're right. I like I like a good mix of both. And that Bahamas thing sounds fucking amazing. That's that like so that should be nice. We we actually did that november of 2020 um one of my friend i actually have different friend groups but uh one of my friend groups here because you know covid and we were like we can't really like go out so we actually did an airbnb and like make sure we are quarantined before and we did a like a four-day airbnb weekend here in austin um like on lake travis but those those vacation friendships they be hitting girl i had a blast <laughs> on mine <laughs> yeah it was fun and especially going with such a large group because you know like you're not too much getting on each other's nerves because you're kind of mixing and mingling and you know bouncing from one small group to the next so it was cool yeah and I do find large groups that are like honest with each other and open with each other a lot more open-minded with each other Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot more accepting of things, I guess I can say, because at that point we have a large group, everybody's different. There's no reason to like look at somebody odd for being different because we're all different. Right. We all accept that. Right. Do you have any positive stories about or about your personal friendships? Let's let's go into there or if we can. Um, I mean, yeah, girl, I'd have to <laughs> it take <laughs> it take days to be honest with you. I already know. Um <laughs> Well, like I said, I do have different uh, friend groups. So my, well, I call them the original tribe, was my women in Hawaii when I lived there. 
Um, they were the ones who like, or where I coined that phrase, the saw me at my worst and helped me become my best because they were the mm-hmm. ones who were there when I went through the shit in my marriage and mm-hmm. like all the, every bad thing that I went through as an adult, every like horrendous thing was with them. Um, so I was in Hawaii for six years and this was the first time I had met. I mean, if you, you know a lot about my marriage and I really don't want to get, get into it on here, yes, but you do and no, you do not need to do that. <laughs> but there, there was a, uh, almost a, um, it was like an epiphany I had when I thought about my ex. Cause I thought about like one, he didn't like that. I had any friends and two, I, you know, I was a deal breaker for you. Shit. Yeah. It's a deal breaker. That's all for me I now. think of when I think of Desiree is like yeah. gregarious <laughs> and lots of friends. <laughs> yes. And, one thing I did notice with him is that um, I was unhappy no matter where I was unhappy at work. I was unhappy around everybody. And I, I realized that's because he didn't like me being happy around other things, but him, it was a mm-hmm. threat. Mm-hmm. So like once he was gone, I wasn't actually as unhappy at work as I thought I was. And once he, once I wasn't around him, I was around these women. It was like, I was joyfully happy, but also surprised me because I just hadn't had friendships like that. Cause again, he didn't like me having people around me. But they were just like supportive and it it wasn't fake. It wasn't catty. It wasn't talking about me and my situation behind my back. Mm-hmm. It was 100% like, no, you're, and I don't know if this is because that's how Hawaii is, like the aloha spirit and they're welcoming and everybody's family. But like the minute they were like, absolutely not. Like, do you know who you are? Do you know what kind of person you are? Do you know what you deserve? Like, absolutely not. And so my my tribe in Hawaii is number one. OG, I <laughs> love them so much. Um, and, you know, we've all grown like, um, like half of them are married, <laughs> got kids and everything. Oh. Um, but we've all like grown up from like our mid 20s now to like our mid 30s. And we've all seen each other through some shit. And we've mm-hmm. been there with each other through everything. And I bet, especially that that age range, you know, yeah, a lot of um I guess like big, big life changes go on during that time. Yes, it, absolutely. And being there for their weddings, their baby showers. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, yeah, it's about being there in the, the smallest shit, but it's also about being there in the biggest shit. And mm-hmm. that's why one thing I also say, like being there for my friends is really big for me. Like I consider it a privilege and a pleasure if I can help make somebody feel the way that I felt when they were there for me. Same. Um, so that I mean they they're the OGs and then four of my best friends from Hawaii actually moved to California um but so I've seen them more recently than like the Hawaii people um I went to a wedding uh went and visited one and we just oh god we have wineries all day amazing (laughs) (laughs) smoke smoke and drink all day girl let me tell you my kind of party Uh, yeah we shopped we we drove around in in different cities and shopped like we had a great time so i have my hawaii my my california people which honestly if i were like win the lottery i'll probably get a a place out there just because those are like my closest people like Mm -hmm. um and then of course you know i have my texas friends so texas obviously i have my my best friend here she's the one who's 50 um her i have such a hilarious story because she used to be my supervisor and (laughs) 
we I just can imagine. <laughs> yeah, like we because like at work, I understand that that's my supervisor. I don't expect special treatment. I don't expect you to be like that's my friend. So like I don't I don't you if you're somebody's friend, you don't put them in that kind of position. Right. Um, but we also it was like an ongoing joke between us that like we were having an undercover relationship because like <laughs> we have to let everybody leave and then we go get drinks or we go to dinner. <laughs> um and then when I left the job, we maintained the friendship. And she she's my Texas best friend. She's just uh-huh. she's she's just amazing to me. Um, we are very big on uh upkeep of our friendship. Like, hey, we haven't had a date night. Okay, brunch. Uh, hey, we haven't had a shopping day because one thing her and I like to do is go go drink and then go makeup shopping or hair shopping um, and have our days. So and then Texas, I also have two separate. Oh, my God, I can't believe this. <laughs> take all these friends. I have two kind of three separate friend groups. So I have one in particular here who I met when I was working fraud at eBay, who I'm still really, really good friends with. Um, She's the one I always talk about who like put her head down for six months, got her certifications and like did the damn thing. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, She's one of my close friends. I love her to death. She is just there. She is supportive. She is strong. She is, she is uplifting. I mean, she's just amazing to me. She's an amazing, beautiful person to me. Um, I have a friend group of. I hope she hears this. She actually listens to the. She she's the first person who ever told me to get on a podcast. Yeah. She said that the, the thing that attracted her to me. The first thing that attracted her to me was the way I talk. But it was like it was like me roasting some niggas. So oh god, <laughs> she was like, "Yo, you're so funny." But it's uh, true. Yeah, like yeah, you know, she was like, "Girl, the way you say shit is fucking funny." She she and I we actually started at eBay with another woman this was the woman I'm talking about who lied about a guy and all three you know me and her we start and we see it's us three black women we immediately gravitate towards each other and we immediately decide we're going to be friends here and we're going to watch out (laughs) for each other it did not work with the other one but we both because we're in our 30s and we've seen this shit before we saw that red flag within like a week or two (laughs) but Mm -hmm. us and the other girl don't talk anymore i can't help you because you're a pick me and you will throw me in front of the bus for a nigga i can't help you with that no but me and me and her have remained close like she is just i mean i cannot express like what kind of person she is she's actually who i'm talking about in some of these notes when i was saying like she'll send me shit for like free classes like she genuinely wants to see you win so yeah, she she's fucking. I love her. Like on oh God, I will I will throw down for her. Like, <laughs> um, and then I have two other friend groups, <laughs> and these are actual friends. These aren't associates. Yeah, uh, I have like one... I said, when I think of Desiree, I think yeah. like a bunch of fucking friends. I'm serious. <laughs> uh, it is like I have one. They're. Um, I'm trying to think of how to say this because they wouldn't get offended by me saying it, but other people might. But they're very much like nerdy anime techie people. Okay. And they bring out that side of me that most people don't know is there. Like, don't call me that now. They'll be like, you're a fucking nerd. Like, I didn't <laughs> expect that from you. Um, but uh, like one of them, when my family caught Corona two years ago, my whole family did. Uh, I was away. I was at the, I was actually at the Airbnb with them. And I was just going to go stay at a hotel for two weeks. And she was like, fuck no. She's like, I just bought a five bedroom house. I have so much space. You can go ahead and you can cancel that hotel. And at this, at this time, her and I weren't actually even that close. Like we were in the same friend group, but one of the girls there was my closest friend. And she was like, absolutely not. She was like, why the hell do I have five bedrooms if I can't help my friend out? Hey. Um, yeah. And 
uh, my family was actually sick for like six weeks, not just the 14 days. So I stayed, she had me stay with her the entire six weeks. She did not care. She was like, here's your room. Here's your bathroom. She cooked me and her group incredibly close because we realized how much we had in common with like our childhoods and our sisters. But like just that, I have that friend group who we are actually having a party on Saturday. So I will be seeing them. (laughs) (laughs) And then I have my last friend group. Um, I don't have any other way to say this. This is the niggas. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And this is, uh, they're actually having a party on Saturday too. So I have to split my Saturday night up. Uh, I have one friend who is actually in Indianapolis now. I told you about her leaving last year. Yes. Um, she's the one that I'm pretty fucking close to just immediately on site since we first met. We're incredibly close. Um, very just open, honest, and vulnerable with each other, like everything. Um, and then there's another girl in the group who I actually have gotten really close to the past two years, so much so that I'm actually be her br- one of her bridesmaids. Mm. Um, yes, I know. <laughs> and this this particular friend group has guys in it, and um, the guys are still they're awesome to me. They're like brothers. Like they will, they're protective. They will look out for me. Um, like I'll sometimes throw a fit with them because like I don't like to eat when I drink and I should eat if I drink and they'll make sure it would be like you better fucking eat um <laughs> but that <laughs> it, it I have a lot as you know but yeah I have tons of stories and just people who have shown me I mean there's true value in friendship so yeah yeah sorry yeah. that was long <laughs> no that was that was good and you actually did uh weave a story or two in there so that that was good um so how do you think friendships benefit overall health or do you i don't know i mean absolutely they're beneficial to your mental health mm-hmm. um i think one thing that i have said several times when i talk about men and women and there's been there's a study that recently came out about this i saw on reddit where they actually said that things like breakups affect men more than they affect women. Mm -hmm. Um, When we talk about things like mental health and we talk about like how bad men's mental health is now, I truly believe it's because they're not taught to and they don't build the kind of support network that we have. Um, You need people there for you. I mean, if you are fine and happy 100% alone and you know that, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But to have people there to be able to vent to, be able to talk to, be able to laugh with, be able to just be like, I had a shitty day at work. And you're like, let's go get a drink and make fun of people. Like (laughs) that it's, it's incredibly important to your mental and your emotional and your psychological health, health, which in turn really affects your physical health as well. Because when you're sitting at home feeling like shit about everything yourself, some people will reach for chips, reach for ice cream. I know I've been that person. When you come home and you've had a bad day and instead of doing that you know you can pick up your phone and reach out and say hey I've had a shitty day and you have somebody who talks about it with you or something like that we all handle our emotions so differently and it yeah it's absolutely detrimental at least to my health I think it's detrimental to probably 99.9 percent of people's health you need a support network mm-hmm. yeah and um as far as physical health um I had a friend that um she actually got me on um the right track as far as um health and fitness as as far mm-hmm. like 
you know, getting my shit together in my 30s. You know, I was always working out, but I wasn't really into the nutritional part of it. And I yeah. wasn't really doing like all of the types of workouts that I needed to be doing. I was just doing like the kind that I enjoyed. <laughs> and so um, she uh, recommended to me that I join her in this fitness challenge. It was for 60 days. And um, we would be like accountability partners and shit like that. And we were going to um, aerobics classes together and um, um, shit. What do you call that? Um, strength training classes together, mm-hmm. cooking classes together, shit like that in the support group together. Like if she didn't show up or if I'm running late, I know she's going to be texting me. Where are you? At? <laughs> you know, so like even your, you, you know, your physical fitness, you know, having a good yeah. friend around you can even help to um, improve that. And your friends, ways. your friends will also want you to be better. Mm-hmm. So if not trying I'm to go and do it behind your back. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'll be like, oh, you know, I've been trying to eat a little bit better. They'll be like, well, why don't we go here? This place I heard has really good salads. Mm-hmm. Um, even with me and you, like, we'll exchange recipes and tips and, and yep. like things. cutting them carbs girl because it works so much better for us yes (laughs) so yeah like absolutely and I've seen that with um my friend the one who just turned 50 she and I actually I don't know why this happens with us we actually had another friend at our job we first met that we had a ditch as well because she too was a male-centered picnic and um girl look it it is what it is (laughs) and, and all kinfolk so uh but this particular girl um she was like huge like I don't have any other way to say this like struggle to get through a doorway huge and my friend was you know she wanted to like start helping to meal prep with her take walks with her and everything like she friends who really love you will want to see you do better Mm -hmm. so and you know what that girl was on coke now I'll be good and goddamn if I was a cokehead and big like I'm getting some sort of fucking benefit oh Oh my god (laughs) like I better see some sort of benefit if I'm gonna be a fucking druggie oh my god <laughs> uh, girl she's another one who, lie, who would lie about dudes to us so it's whatever but like my, my friend was you know people who genuinely care for you mm-hmm. it will extend to the physical and they would they will be like oh let's exchange like look at this recipe look at this that I found mm-hmm. um look at this fitness class that we're doing so absolutely yeah it, it truly does affect all aspects shit that was damn near my I was like damn near shit like a quarter of my Facebook presence <laughs> yeah sharing uh health and wellness tips and shit a whole bunch of recipes that was my shit it really not to get too off subject with I that but that when you did that it it really opened my eyes to how many women were friends with you for like dumb shit because yeah. I know whenever you Wrong post recipes yeah it would be like maybe five or six of us commenting yeah <laughs> uh, i remember uh, you y'all be hella one. engaged though <laughs> yeah like uh you posted one for like uh, a fried rice and i remember i told i commented like do the ginger and garlic and sesame oil and soy sauce in it but like you would be on here legit like here's this healthy shit here's some shit to help get you right and it would be always the same like me shan like the same ones of us commenting it'd be the <laughs> other 50 people not saying anything so that's another way you can tell people were just there for mess and not really there it's like you're yeah. right you know people we want you to be better you're going to engage in that or not right like when i posted the one where i just 
gave like every single little detail about yeah. how to lose weight or whatever there were tons of girls there like I'm not even gonna front like I I can't you know I'm not gonna throw them completely under the bus in yeah. that regard when it comes to the health when the, when it comes to the health stuff aside from I'll say this aside from mess <laughs> the health <laughs> the health stuff because I posted about a lot of shit and, you and did. so like aside from the mess the health stuff got the most engagement I think even that, more I, even more than fashion oh I do love your fashion ones Those I do fun. love your fashion that kind ones, of girl. stuff I do miss about Facebook I'm not gonna lie but I'm still not going back to it you ain't missing nothing oh You're I already nothing. know it's a terrible <laughs> terrible place but I do miss that part of it because it's yeah. just not the same uh with um with the other social media platforms but I'll live trust me <laughs> <laughs> I am very much done with Facebook. Okay. So um, what does toxic friendship look like to you? We've talked about health benefits of, you know, friendship, what friendship means, shared some positive stories. What the fuck, how are we differentiating these two? What the fuck does toxic friendship look like? Um, It looks like a lot. Uh, it, I mean, if you notice you have a friend who doesn't celebrate your wins, mm. but is always there to trauma bond when you have losses, yes. that's, yeah, that's a, that's usually a toxic friendship. Um, yeah. you know, this is a big one with me, friends who like do shady shit with men, um, who think that you're in competition with them for mm-hmm. men who, mm-hmm. who's into if you have an entire com- if you talk to me and your entire conversation revolves around men i'm Ugh. gonna assume we're not gonna be good friends we're not we don't have enough yeah. in common because that ain't gonna do it for me i need on god substance. yeah i need i have other shit going on in my life yeah like, if, if you don't and that's, that's gonna get on my nerves and then i'm gonna start associating you with men all the time and that's not yep. good you know exactly um not being honest like and I think that kind of goes both ways it's you need to be honest but there also needs to be a friendship where a person feels like they can be honest Mm -hmm. um so but just not being honest yes you know there's a big one talking about each other behind each other's backs Mm -hmm. like when I my current workplace and I really keep to myself here um I've told you some of the shit going on there um I was I was sitting out on one of their sectionals just kind of to myself like on my phone and a group of people had come out all laughing and joking with each other then half of them got up and left and the ones that were left just start talking shit about the ones who left and I was just looking at them I was like I want no part of that shit thank you you, yeah I don't want I can see that shit from miles away I don't want no part of it if you don't like the person you don't it doesn't even have to be hostile just don't talk to them yes leave people the fuck alone yeah um but essentially there's a there's also things like entitlement i've seen um you know never having any money when y'all show up to go out to eat but expecting the other person to pay knowing the other person's gonna pay and continuously ordering shit but never offering the same in return like my friends just just happens to be broker than me that's one thing but if you kind of notice a pattern (laughs) where it feels like you might be getting used um and then using friendship and i say that making air quotations with my hands even though you can't see me (laughs) using friendship to get things out of other women to emotionally manipulate them to use your friendship to get say like you need money for food for your kids or money for bills for your kids it should obviously be a glaring red flag but those are that's some toxic shit right there and we have both seen that happen 
Yeah. Um, women are naturally, you know, we're nurturers. We, when we care, we care. And using a friendship or using a close emotional bond you have with somebody to get shit out of them, that's some toxic shit, right? Honestly, you need your ass beat if you do that. No fucking lie. I know like, what you're talking about in particular. And I said yes. the same thing about that bitch. She needed yep. her ass beat. Yeah. Period. She never and got nothing out of me. But on God, I still feel like you know. I I mean, I just feel for those girls. You know what I mean? Like, and for everything, she really needs somebody to drag her down the street. I always say that sometimes. I mean, you can just tell, like, it people. Are, oh, this is wrong with this person, and this is what's wrong, and she needs this. Not nah, like some people just need a real good ass whooping. Yep, I don't want to hear nothing about no mental illness. I yeah, don't like none of that. About no hard me. life, bitch. That don't excuse you from motherfucking using your children. No motherfucking fake uh mental illness. No fake medication as a means of draining the pockets of fucking single black moms. Girl, fuck you. One hundred percent. And it's also like not being there for people, but expecting them to be there for you. Mm-hmm constantly calling people up constantly (laughs) needing something from them but they're not checking in on you and i have to check myself with this sometimes because like even like last year i know you know a lot of the shit that i was dealing with last year yeah i crawled i crawled up into like a mental hole that i've never had happen to me before like i'm usually on my phone all day every day texting people joking and i had i mean i've had to really check myself a lot and i'm still having to try to check myself with that um but like always feeling like they're reaching out to you and you know you're not reaching out to them if if they only hit you up when they got a problem with their man Ugh. that's some toxic shit <laughs> you you gonna have to leave me alone if that's the sh- girl yeah, I, just had, I, I had somebody i got I rid of somebody. a girl for that go ahead girl me i was just about to say i just did to ask somebody <laughs> hit me up after three fucking years like excuse me you were all buddy buddy with me until you met this guy online married him within two months and got pregnant and now you're hitting me up must be problems in paradise and it must be problems i don't give a fuck about it's none of my business i know that's right bitch you cashed me in yep if you only want that that shit really the the whole abandoning friendships which you and i were kind of talking about this before mm-hmm. uh in favor of your romantic relationships look mm-hmm. i understand that it can be hard to balance both i try to be understanding i don't know because i don't have one or the other i just have one <laughs> but <laughs> I, I understand that's life it can be hard to balance the people in your life and if you do prioritize your romantic relationship i don't fault people for that i don't i don't look at them badly for that but i expect it, you to prioritize your relationship and and you know try to work and build it and shit but yeah God, exactly man, i don't like, expect I have you friends, to just ghost me yeah i have friends who are married they don't just disappear yeah so <laughs> that, that, that like if you're if you're gonna disappear until you have a fight with your man and you just need somebody to vent like that's some toxic shit i don't want no part of that go talk to I'm that gonna, nigga don't talk to me you. i'm not about to deal with that you better go talk to his sister your new yep, best listen you, you better <laughs> you better write in your diary don't right. bring me into this because you you didn't want me into this before you only want me into it now because you need it don't bring me into it now i don't do that yeah but yeah that's it, that that's a big thing the 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 there's entitlement there's cutting friends off only reaching out when you need them there's not not celebrating their wins uh things like jealousy uh, but always being there when shit's going bad. People love the trauma bond. Um, and the, the the shit with men, you know me, that's just because that's a big one with me. It 
all of that shit. If you prioritize men over your friendships, and I don't, and I don't mean that. And like I said, prioritizing like your husband, I mean, even shit like prioritizing male attention over your friendships. Yeah. You can get your, yeah, just get that toxic shit away from me. I don't know nothing about that. And I don't want to know. No, no, I can't deal with that shit. Because, I mean, if you prioritize men and male attention and all that stupid shit over your friendships, I know that your friendships are just loaded with you competing against your friends. You know what yeah. I mean? And so I don't I, keep that shit away from me. I don't want and nothing I don't, to do with that. I feel Our like friendships are genuine. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like if you're somebody who prioritizes male attention and, and men and wanting a boyfriend and whatever toxic shit you want with the dude, because if you prioritize male attention like that, you probably are going to be attracting toxic ass niggas. Mm-hmm. I feel like your friendships, beyond the fact that they're fake, they're just a stand in. It's just yeah. somebody to be there around you until you can get what you really want, which is a man, which yeah. is why they quickly abandon their friends as soon as they get one. 100%. It's just a stand in for you. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And then on top of like all that, like I said earlier, like if you feel that way about men anyway, we're not going to have anything in common. We're not, yeah. we're not about to be friends, my dear. Yeah. I don't know anything. Of, like if you need to come vent, like, you know, my husband left his socks on the floor again, you know, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm really not going to trip about that. No. Like, I under, like, yeah, exactly. I like, mean, the I, whole fucking friendship just being centered around like, guys like guys fucking thank you the fuck exactly and not just like and if especially if it's centered around you accepting toxic shit with men yeah i don't want to talk to you every day about how your nigga is fucking another girl i don't either i don't have time look how he lost his job again yeah like on god you're gonna leave him no you you want to stay well then let him cheat in peace right don't, don't we always take say that you keep taking care of him in peace let him keep losing okay. the jobs yeah i'm glad if stop you're not talking gonna do about, it. about it stop, yeah, stop hassling don't. him about it yeah let him do what he wants don't <laughs> talk to me about it i don't have nothing for you <laughs> yeah i'm sorry no uh <laughs> My life isn't that narrow, you know what I mean? And I just can't even sit and try to pretend like it is for the sake of a friendship. That's not even like what I would consider a real friendship. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I mean, I'm a very, if you ask my friends, I'm, I'm a very giving person. I like to be around my friends. I like, I love that. But I also am for self, as you know, because we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. I have to be getting something out of my friendships. I'm mm-hmm. not just going to show up. So if if all you can talk about is men, I mean, and there's also a compatibility thing with friendships. Like I, I, I'm at the point now where I'm not even sitting here about to tell no woman what's wrong with that. No, I'm not either. It's just like with these men. I'm not going to argue with you about why you shouldn't take me to Applebee's on a date. I'm going to acknowledge that we're not each other's type and walk away. Same with these women. I'm not going to tell you, you know what I'm saying, why you shouldn't fucking ghost me for dick. I'm just going to fucking let you ghost me forever. Never come back. Yeah, like we simply aren't compatible friendship wise. And that's okay. We don't see it the same way. And yeah, I, I'm and not going to try to force it. I don't want to force it. I don't want to try to make you change. And I'm not. And I'm not willing to adapt to your version of fucking friendship, which is you ghosting me for dick. Like no. <laughs> and like you and I have said before in the divestment episode, we're not out here saving nobody. Mm-mm. 
Like, I'm not here to tell you why pandering after men for decades is an L. I, I don't have time for that. You mm-hmm. haven't learned it by now. You're not going to learn it by me telling you. I'm sure not about to waste my time. Right. So, like, I'm not here to save you from yourself. To be continued. <laughs> <laughs>